Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's a charity straw. I pitch your free throws because they're free. Fisher, Tasapolis, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Crider is at the most magical place on earth with his fiance. So shout out to them and their future family, those listening on the Mightier 1090 ESPN. Hello. How are you? Hope you're good. I don't know what that is. What is the most magical place on earth? Oh, Disney. Well, maybe the second because the most magical place on earth is Disney World. Second would be Disney. I think it's, is it not the happiest place on earth? Indeed. No, I think one is the most magical and the other one's the happiest. Is it? I'm not like a Disney. Some people like do it four times a, a year. They love going to it. It's their thing. We had a. I'm not that. I'm not that person. Our not that guy, pal. our choir, <laughs> our choir teacher was like that. We like okay. in high school we would go and do competitions. Your show choir, show and choir. It was both. Okay, we would go do competitions in every other year in Disney World. Sing something. <laughs> We would do, both do sing, do. sing like a little riff of your favorite Disney movie. Go down, Moses. You don't know that one? The uh, oh man, the, the Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, uh, they the, don't <laughs> sing Go Down, Moses, in the Prince of Egypt. The, the uh, maybe Joseph and Technical Dream Code. The the choir guy, point being, he loved Disney World. He would go like he'd been like 30, 40 times as an adult. Creepy, right. There's actually he was in love with the student and got if, fired. If you, oh so. my goodness gracious! Um, <laughs> there you go. If you go back as an adult to Disney World, I haven't been to Disneyland as an adult and had like the full adult experience in a long time. But the last time I went to Disney World, all the different countries represented Epcot. Like it's pretty cool. Like it's it's still you could do a lot of things as an adult. They've got like it's set up so that it's not a total bore in Snooze Fest. World as an adult, punts land land <laughs> stinks. Like Leckler, like sixty yards, coffin punts, dude. Land nice. couldn't hold their jock strap. Okay, no Disney World. Um, okay. Speaking of the sports, which we were meant to be talking about, someone asked us on our TikTok top fifty all time when we said Kyrie Irving was in that mix. Top fifty all time. They're like, we would love to see your list. Shout out to. I forget the user. He followed us, though. Seems like a really nice guy. Um, we're not going to do that, but we'll kind of parlay that. We haven't done this in a while. Top 25 in the league right now. I think it's fitting. We're not really at the playoffs yet. We're after the All-Star break. We've already done our picks for the remainder season for awards, at least best, best bets. So you'll give me your list. I'll give you mine, the full top 25. You'll start at 1. Okay. 225, and then we'll discuss hardest guys, hardest omissions, stuff where you were kind of questioning, and we'll see where we were similar and different. But who are your we'll top... go through we'll go through the list and then we'll talk it out. Exactly. Who are your top twenty five guys in the league right now, starting from one? Okay. I have Jokic, then Luca, then Giannis, Embiid, Shea, that's SGA, Tatum, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards. That's my top ten. Okay. Then I've got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Bam Adebayo. Jimmy Butler, Damian Lillard, De'Aaron Fox, mm. Kyrie Irving, Paul George, Domas Sabonis, Zion Williamson, and the 25th spot goes to 
The Rook. Mm. From France. The Alien. Victor Wembanyama. He already has his own logo with the alien. Have you seen that? I have not. No. Very cool. I like Might it. Might have I, to purchase some merch. I'm giving him a lot of love and, and having him in my top 25. You are. Um, we'll discuss that. That probably is the... First guy out, Paolo Bancaro. Okay. That's a good one. Trey Young, I'll, too, also in that mix. Yeah. Jalen Brown. Those yeah. are just three guys that popped in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I have... Yeah. Maxi when Joel Embiid is playing. <laughs> Jokic one, Luca two, Giannis three, Embiid four, Gilgis Alexander five. That's my top five. Tatum six, Curry seven, Durant eight, James nine, AD, Anthony Davis ten. Anthony Edwards eleven, Devin Booker twelve, Tyrese Halliburton thirteen, Kawhi Leonard fourteen, Jalen Brunson fifteen, Spida Mitchell sixteen, Sabonis seventeen, my other guy, Buckets, Jimmy Butler eighteen, Paul George nineteen, Damian Lillard twenty. Kind of crazy saying that out loud. De'Aaron Fox, 21. Irving, 22. Bam, 23. Gobert, 24. <laughs> Paolo Boncaro, your first, guy, your first guy out, 25. Big omissions for me. Cat, who was an all-star this year. Yeah, okay. JB, Trey Young, the rest of the Celtics trio, obviously. B.I., Ingram, Zion. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that we could go on. And Wembenyama as well, so... Who? What was a? What was like your toughest stretch? And uh, maybe Max Struess after that game winner that he hit. Bro, Max Struess is heat check is the best since McGrady. I saw it. He's the first guy to go five for five from the three point line, uh, or a hundred percent from the three point line with with five or more attempts in the last five minutes of the game, making all of those five threes since I think it was like nineteen ninety six or something like that. I pretty impressive. I had a call with a guy this morning who. Had it came up, he had Struess over one and a half threes, which is a degenerate bet. <laughs> Last night he did. La yeah, 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 against the Mavs. And, and it had oh, he hadn't hit a three the entire game. Exactly. And yeah, just yeah, and just like ripped five in a row. Exploded. Uh, okay, I love that. I also thought it was just really funny on that. You know, Gabe Vincent, they let him walk. Max Struess, they let him walk, and the Cavs signed him in, in this past off season. And there was a lot of like murmur and chatter that, you know. If the Heat are letting a quote-unquote role player walk, there's a real reason behind it. Like, insinuating that they don't, they're not as much a part of the Heat culture as we were led on to believe when they made that run in the playoffs, and then Max Drews does this. And not only did he do it last night against the Mavs, which you might be watching this two days later, who cares? Uh, he's been doing it all season, especially when Mobley was out, when Garland was out, and it's just been Mitchell oh, and the shooters. Paycheck, yeah. Strews has been playing really, really well. Um, Gabe Vincent, I guess it, it kind of has proven true so far, but he hasn't been healthy for the Lakers. Yeah, okay. Before we jump to the top 20, on the topic of the Heat, because we can discuss them a little bit, and we'll mix and match around in the top 25 list. Yes, it's maybe okay. They're not buying and they're not part of the heat culture, but it's also like, look, they can replace those guys. They can go right. to the, they're amazing at drafting. As long as they have their guys, guys that they like Harrow, who they're tied to bam Butler, like they'll figure the rest out. And I think they did that with Jaime Hawkins. I'm not saying he's like the shooter that Struess is, but they filled it. No, but points. Robinson is and Robinson played well in the playoffs. And so they thought that they'd rather draft a guy, have they Hawkins already, come They already in. had paid Robinson. And right. And they've got yeah. Robinson on the roster. Okay. Yeah. Um, questions. So I, I guess, well, may I ask you the obvious, you have LeBron now outside of your top 10. I do. He's, yeah. he's 11th. So he's, you know, he ain't in it, bro. next guy in. Um, I think our first eight, Picks are the exact same. Yeah, they are. Um, that was not planned. By one way. through three was a layup. Really? 
Yeah. And talk, okay, so talk to me. Obviously, I think you know people that know me know that I love the Mavs and I love Luca. Um, I'm trying to be objective when I'm making the list, but they're probably less surprised that I have Luca at the two in comparison to you, who has Luca over Giannis. Talk to me about that. He's just playing at such a high offensive clip at this point, and I don't feel the fact that and what Gilders Alexander is doing for the Thunder is amazing. The fact that he is ahead of him in MVP discussions is blasphemous. Well, it's it's team team record. They're not too. that far back, dude. They're not that far back from the Thunder. They're not that. If it's team record, like we should get Tatum into the mix because they are leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. Right. Yes. So and he's the bona fide best player on their when, team. He's the sixth best player on our list. When you make the when you do the game that everyone loves playing, right, and you take Tatum off that team, they're still a top six seed in the East. Like, no discredit to Tatum, who we both have as number six on our, uh, yeah, number six on okay, our list. There's a top difference between top six seed and number one seed by six plus games. Sure, sure. But do you think that, this is just an interesting hypothetical, do you think that the Thunder are a top six seed in the West without SGA on their team? No, I do not. No. Are but they? Are they? Because the West is tougher. Are they a playing team? Yeah, maybe not. Well, fringe, maybe, fringe, not. maybe not. But I okay, it's, it's, it's so different. It's okay. So, but on SGA, like Luca, the entire offense really runs through him. Right. And every night, it's so dependent on what he does, and his ability to put up numbers across the board, and his impact and his fingerprints on the game. And look, what SGA does night in and night out, from like a scoring standpoint, and how he's able to really drive and score the rock. You know, yeah. for not being and be and play within the paint and like and and him not be a big is impressive. Luca's size, his shooting, his his, his court vision, his ability to make the best guys around him better. Like, uh, it's really remarkable what he's able to do every single. Night. It's a similar reason why I have Sabonis at seventeen. Like statistically, he's just putting up gaudy numbers, and it's it's a crime on humanity that he wasn't an all star this yeah. season. It's a crime that Sabonis was not an all star. He's averaging a career high, like eight, eight and a half assists. Yeah, yeah. He's almost averaging a triple double. Yeah. He rarely doesn't put up a triple double. It's these days. It's like if it wasn't for Jokic, he would be like he would be like an MVP. He'd be the MVP. Honestly, like I think I think the world is so sedated and, and, and desensitized to that kind of player, like Jokic and Sabonis and now Shangun, right? Like yeah. Far, just let's call it what it is—a far and white guy who could do it all. Like yeah. a big, big man, yeah. Like if it wasn't for Jokic, I bet you Sabonis, his value and the way he's regarded in the league would be leaps and bounds better. And like, look, beggars can't be choosers. But to me, Luca's fingerprints. I, I have more faith in Luca getting his. He's already done it, getting his team to the Western Conference Final than I do Shea Gilgis Alexander at this point. And even I'm very impressed yeah. by Gilgis Alexander. I to me, I just worth mentioning like the reason why Embiid has to be the fourth guy there is because none of the other three guys are dealing with consistent health gripes. He's like, always hurt, man. Yeah. He's just hurt. He's just like Cuz I think if you had asked this question before he had gotten hurt, like I would have been hard pressed not to have him as number 2, honestly. The the way they were playing, like he was going to be the MVP again before he got hurt. He's he's not better than Jokic. I don't think I'd rather. I think I'd still rather have Luca, and I, th- I would definitely. I think I have Giannis at three, no matter what. And I, um, if you're asking what I feel worst about, is having Giannis at three, because realistically, Giannis is a two-time MVP, has the ring, is a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, year in and year out, yeah. bona fide. And Jokic is the reigning champ, 
So who will now Jokic is going to get a right, third and it's MVP. not like Giannis doesn't get up for big games. He absolutely does. He's one of the most, if not the most, fifty com- points in the winter against the Suns. The most competitive guys in the league, but so are Luke. So is Luca. So is Jokic. So is Embiid. But Embiid just can't stay healthy. Um. Okay. I do. I like that SGA and Tatum for both of us are ahead of Steph. I think at this point, like the consistency that you mentioned with SGA. Tatum is less consistent than SGA, and that's why I have him one knock below. And from he's from a scoring standpoint, yes, for sure. From a scoring standpoint, absolutely. He's not as good he's not as good of a scorer as SGA is, in my mind. hundred percent. But I think what he does But both of them have been more consistent than Steph has been this year. There yeah. are games where Steph has thirteen to seventeen points and he shot, you know, thirty five percent from the field. And he was one for seven from three. There are other games, of course, where, you know, he had four games in a row where he hit seven plus threes. But that inconsistency is not the same with Tatum and and SGA. The supporting cast around Steph is so much more also inconsistent than the supporting cast around Tatum and Gilgis Alexander. It's night and day. The supporting cast of Gilgis Alexander and Tatum, I mean, Tatum for sure. Tatum's got four all-star level players on his team in the starting five. Gilgis Alexander has two fringe all-star players. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but Chet but like uh, but the other guys are good and competent players, and they're now they're almost homering on most of their draft picks. Well, I, I don't, a good player. He's a yeah, good I, I just like, don't want to I don't want to take too much away from, especially now in the last three weeks, the rest of the Warriors. Like, Draymond Green is a guy that's been... Kuminga. Kuminga's been playing really well. Kuminga's now Brandon, come on. Brandon Pajemski is one of the best picks in this past year's draft. They needed it that badly. But, like, Draymond has missed time. Clay Thompson is on the bench and playing well off the bench, but he's yeah. now entering that level of his career where he's nowhere even near this list. No, he once not. was the back half of this list. Not even sniffing it. Not in the top 100 player anymore. Okay. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Tatum defensively is so strong, though. And he can guard like he he was on Brunson at points when they played the Knicks and played excellent defense. Might have to do some play some defense on him once again. Come playoff time, yeah, he might have to. So I I think I th- I'm happy we both have Ant high. He deserves to be that. He's proven like it was a point of contention whether it's him Wiseman. It was really him or Lamelo Ball who the Wolves were going to take. Yeah, and because of injury, and honestly now because of play at this point, he's no question that they made the right decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and to me, um, yeah, I mean, I have LeBron out of my top 10. I have a nine. But you have Booker out of your top 10, which you could you knock me 12. for that. I'm, I'm going to knock you for not having Devin Booker as a top 10 player in, in the league because I think at this point um, he's he's averaging a career high in assists. Mm. He has been asked to play the point guard for the Suns team who right now is a play-in and depending on the night, a top six seed in the West. They're a better team than the Lakers record wise they just are he's not a better basketball i wouldn't and he and he is a more productive offensive player i would 10 times out of 10 rather have lebron james on my team today than devin booker what devin book how De- how devin booker has grown and developed this game and what he's become to which will eventually be a hall of fame player at this point right yeah he's for sure going to be a hall of famer his ability to like look one of the one of the knocks we had on the sun's like hey they don't have a true point guard and he's like stepped into that role pretty valiantly yeah I still trust LeBron James more. I, LeBron James got to the Western Conference Finals last year. I still trust him more. I trust him more to get it done in the big game. Interesting. I, I think I, I think from what I've watched this year, there are few. There are only a handful of guys that can do what Booker can do 
you off, could knock him for putting offensively Ant-Man. to like to catch a team when you're down 10, 15, to go on a, a 14 point sure. run by himself. Like Curry esque. He the mid range pull up is one of going on his right side off the, off the, the high pick and roll, the Spain pick and roll, what he can do with a guy, a defender on his back. Like it's so high percentage. It goes in almost every single time he shoots it. Um, he's really, I mean, he's just elite like offensively. And I, he and Durant obviously play on the same team. Um, and I have Durant ahead of Booker, but it's only because of Durant's defensive versatility. And I had a, I had a tough time not putting Booker ahead of Durant to be completely honest. Um, and I get what you're saying about LeBron. I just don't think that he can put it together for 48 minutes like Booker can right now because he's 38 like I it's it's reasonable like there's a defense to what why why I don't have LeBron as high as as Booker I even had a tough time well, depending on how you it, it's a, it's depending on how you want to his defense is also like you can tell me he used to be a two-way <laughs> player it's not the same as what it was well I think of a lot of these situations like it's depending on how you want to cut the cake if I'm I'm looking at nine through fourteen on my list, James Davis, Edwards, Booker, Halliburton, and Leonard. Yeah, do I want the I'm true? Really, I, I got to be honest. I'm surprised you don't have Mitchell ahead of Halliburton with how well he's been playing. Halliburton is the best pure point guard in the league. Okay, not the, I'm not saying he's the best passer. I mean, he might be even, but I still think with Jokic, yeah, yeah. Luca, and James, just, just like yeah. I mean, Jokic gets into the paint. And it's like, how do you want me to beat you? Yeah, do you want me to kick it to somebody who's going to score? Or you want me to just do it myself? Yeah. Halliburton is when you're seeing flashes on the screen, and the guy he's being mentioned with is Irvin Johnson. It's a completely different realm of superstardom to me. The thing I love about Halliburton is not only does he put up these gaudy assist numbers, what was always the knock on Westbrook? And I'm not saying he's a better player. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Westbrook is a Hall of Famer's Hall of Famer MVP. Yeah. He's, not, he's taking care of the basketball, though. Turned the rock over like it was yeah. his job at times. Yeah. Halliburton will go 16 assists, zero turnovers. No, you, I, if you I, do I that know. at the courts of Venice, bro, you're, you're going. <laughs> you're going into the hall. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Hall of that, you know, Hall of the Mountain King, maybe. I don't know. But I, I just like what Mitchell has been able to do with the Cavs. Again, I mentioned that Mobley and Garland were out at times. Um, it's not like, look, I'm crediting Struess. I'm crediting George Niang. Like, Jared Allen has gotten better he as an offensive as player. as much credit as anybody, in my mind. Absolutely. And we know what Jared Allen is defensively as a defensive anchor for that team. But there's been a lot of hero ball from Donovan Mitchell, and I think that deserves a little bit of credit, and they're the number two seed in the East. So that's why I currently have him ahead of Halliburton. Do I know what number do you have him at? I have Mitchell at 14. I have Halliburton at 16. One one step behind Brunson at 15, who, look, the the Knicks are a better team than the Pacers, right? And Jalen Brunson makes the Knicks go. He is. No, no, no. He's a... He's the... the, That's the hero ball. He sets the tone. He's the hero ball of the year. Yeah, he is like will this team? This team lost Randall, who's an all star. This team lost Mitchell Robinson, who was their defensive anchor inside. This team lost OG Ananobi, who were the people of New York were storming the streets and jumping for joy and glee that they got this guy. He's not he's barely played. It looked good when he was playing though. Two games. Brunson has is literally willing this team night in and night out with his college roommates. <laughs> Him and his college boys. When are they going to make the play for McHale? They got to bring McHale. I mean, it's it's a ridiculous. They, D-Ray, they got our boy. They got to. <laughs> they are the the Villanova Knicks are willing the garden night and night. It's a spectacle to watch. So if you want to talk about hero ball, 
I think it, I, I'm kind of break. I broke it up into like the lists of like, I know Fox is in this. I have Jimmy Butler, PG, Dame, Fox, and Kyrie, and not including Fox. That's kind of like my respect category. Like, yeah, I had Jimmy and, and Dame right there. That's too. like those guys when push comes to shove are still like top twenty five yeah. basketball players. Blink of an eye, three weeks from now, are they thirteen, fourteen? They could be easily. Yeah, Sabonis. I could have had Bam higher, maybe. I don't think he's. Yeah, I have him at seventeen. I think you have him where twenty one, three, twenty three. You've made a face at Gobert at me. Yeah, I, I mean, I just fa- like I made a face I, at Zion for you. Yeah, well, do it two years, bro. Sorry, sorry. I'm talking about right now. I know I'm talking about right now, but that all if we're health counts right. He is just so much of a problem, and he and it's he's going to prove it when they get to the playoffs. And you know who's not a pro a problem in many different situations is Rudy Gobert. I think this. I think they have a mask for him offensively with Carl Anthony Towns. A mask. Um, exactly. He's a defensive stalwart. Exactly. Like, they're the best. Needs, a guy that needs he a mask. Minus, a guy that needs protectors. A guy that needs offense. levies on like, offense. On offense, they need him to. They they are the one seed. They have, don't have a prayer without him. Of course, and they don't have a prayer without Cat, and they don't have a prayer without. They don't, they don't have, have a prayer a, without okay that team doesn't have a prayer without Mike Conley so like they need all they got but like I'm saying like what their identity is and what they're built on with Finch and yes as good as Anthony Edwards is and as good as Carl Anthony Towns is offensively and he's one of the best offensive bigs of our lifetime just you know, just like from like a shooting and this ability to do what he does they are a defensive team they are the best defensive team arguably in the league even when people are trying and it's because of Gobert. They do not have a they. He is going to be a problem come playoff time for teams. The yeah, amount of ground I, he covers, the amount of that he has to t- he can take care of and take the load off of. If the Cavs are going to go, yes, Donovan Mitchell has to ball out and go super super sane. Yes, Garland and Mobley have to play well. But when push comes to shove, Jared Allen better do his job. He's the anchor of that team. Gobert is the anchor of anchors, and they're the best defensive player, the defensive team. He's the defensive player of the year. He's got to be my top twenty five. He doesn't have to win Defensive Player of the Year because there's another guy who's number 25 on my list who, like, realistically should be in conversations about the award. Oh, yeah. What Victor Wembanyama is able to do in the limited minutes that he plays defensively, the steals, the blocks, altering shots. Like, he is unbelievable. I do think I have deference to guys that I know in the last five minutes of a game, whether it's playoffs or the regular season, their offense demands problems for the defense that they're playing against. And and Rudy Gobert doesn't do anything for me in the last okay. at the end of games. And like Zion Williamson is something you have to deal with. Oh yeah. And there is a uniqueness to it and a flavor to it that not many other teams have, not many other players have. Like his physicality, his high percentage ability to put the basketball into the net. At his size. At his size with within 12 feet. Like there's just He's just really unique, and I think that uniqueness makes me have him in the top 25. I also, you know, part of me is is like, they're a playoff playing team in the West. They're, th- you know, they're at 35 wins right now. Like, someone from their team probably has to be in there, you know? And, and no, I have three, two and the, wolves in there, cat on the outside looking in, but the, they're not, they're a playing team. The wolves are the number one team. Sure, but we talked about it with the Thunder and the Matt. Like, the records are not that different. They're not that different. They still are the number one team, yeah. right? And 
I guess my last. I, question no, I get you, what you you want to give the credit to the I Wolves the that they, they deserve. If they're the best defensive team, a guy should be in there. My last question to you, and then we'll you know jump off and, and, and head to another topic, another segment, another another sport. God dang, um, Kawhi Leonard. Do we have him too low? Because on your, I'm 13. What do you have? 14. I'm in the same range. No, I, it's the like, same reason why you, I have. Who I, would you rather have, Anthony Edwards or Kawhi Leonard? I think I'd rather have Ant. His motor consistently throughout the game. Look, again, like like LeBron, Kawhi picks his spots, and now he has to. Now, I think that when he picks his spots, right, it looks like he's one of the top five basketball players on the planet still, even though the juice athletically isn't quite the same. It's not. But... We talk about athletic juice. You talk about what Anthony Edwards is able to do when he's going downhill. You want to talk about putting pressure. If they hypothetically, if the Cavs and the Wolves are playing, Jared Allen's job gets really difficult. And yeah, it gets difficult because Go Bears around the paint and he can catch lobs. Cat doesn't take the ball in that much, but when he does, okay, he's a seven footer. But it's mostly difficult because Anthony Edwards is so good at finishing around the cup. And if he gets a step on one defender, like, and you don't slide and get that help in front of him, he's going to dunk on you. Like, he just, easiest, easiest bucket in all of basketball. Yeah, the yam. I, he's, he. The yam, easiest bucket, toughest potato to make. So I annoying. just think, like, the engine is so souped up for Ant right now because of his age that, like, it's hard for me not to put him ahead of Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard's probably. I also trust Ant, like, he's not going to back down. No, he's balls to the walls. The confidence level He doesn't give a shit. Like he's, no, he's confident. He doesn't levels. care if it's game seven, game two, whatever, game 20 of the regular season. Like, he's going at it. He's 22. Yeah. Like Kawhi's not anymore. Kawhi probably, to me, is the most pivotal player come playoff time. Like, what are we going to get from him? He's an enigma. He's an enigma. Like, you don't know what flavor you're going to get. Paul George, if he can play. If, like, the only thing that's going to stop Paul George nowadays is health. Yeah. Paul George's out there. You're getting the best of Paul George. He's gonna. He'll leave it on the floor. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard remains to be seen. So he's the most pivotal player come playoff time for me. So he's definitely a guy I'm. I'm watching. I could. I don't know the AD Ant Man Booker, Halliburton. It just depends like how you want to slice your cake and flavor it to me. Like I. That, that's the reason I love. Again, I told you I love Halliburton because of his ability, his efficient ability, and his ability to control the basketball. So that's why I'm. I'm partial to him. Is there any other final thoughts? No, questions? I don't. I don't have any. I really don't have any gripes with your. With your oh, list. thank you, man. I neither do I. I will like just as a, another an, an aside. I mean, to me, once you get from fourteen to twenty five, it changes almost every week. The guys are so talented. Like there is a cutoff, and like I'm, we're being. I think I think you're being generous, but de- but it's deserving for Paolo to be in the top twenty five. Like he's been a real stud this year. Yeah, and and but. But he's in like that Zion, there are like other, someone's got to get a credit for the playing. Th- if thing, someone right? created the most compelling argument for Jalen Brown, I would listen to it, right? Like it's, I'm just saying, like the guy, like Trey Young, the guys that we said are outside oh, looking yeah, in, or like it's, it's really close, and it's again the order changes all the time. Like we're giving Jimmy Butler the, I'm giving Jimmy Butler the 18, but like he's not playing like the 18th best player in the NBA right now. Well, that's like my, my respect category of like the Dame. Right. I mean Kyrie right. actually is, but the Dame and PG I guess too, but the Dame and Butler situation of like we know they are, but maybe like they're having some like Dame's having some adjustment issues in Milwaukee, I think, like moving to a new it's like oh, it's a lot, it's a big change. He's a small college player going to a small market team where he's been the guy for a decade plus. 
and then goes to play second fiddle in Milwaukee. I don't think that stuff matters at this point. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, matters, I don't know. I think no, Rondo went to Rondo went to the Dallas and was weird as hell. And then he goes and he's good again. That's because he wasn't trying because he hated the coach. I don't like. There's weird things going on in Milwaukee. It's a weird vibe there. They fired the rookie coach after 40 games of being second in the East. Yeah, but I don't think that has anything to do with like Damian Lillard loves basketball. He's an ultra competitor. And not to say that Rondo isn't, because I think he's incredibly competitive as well. Hall of Famer. But he's never (laughs) shown us any sort of, like, he's never been wishy-washy about what he wants and and what he, that he wants to compete for championships, that he wants to be an all-time great. Like, I've never second-guessed that about Damian Lillard, that he doesn't love basketball, that he, like, he's in it for the, he's in it for the fame, he's in it for the money or whatever. Like, the guy just wants to win championships. No, yeah. So I think that's, you know, why he was so excited about being in Milwaukee. I think it's more of an on-the-court fit. Thing with him is that like the adjustment thing. Drew Holiday and Giannis is they 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 ran the pick and roll, but it wasn't like the go to thing like it is for Jamal Murray and, and Nikola Jokic. The go to offensive plan for the Bucks under Mike Budenholzer was give Giannis the ball and get out of the way. And that's the adjustment I'm talking about for Damian Lillard. He has to adjust to yeah. And I'm just saying has, it's on the court. It's on the Giannis court. has to adjust to it too. I will say this: you want to talk about tiers? The first three guys are in a completely different planet than everybody else. Four guys. First four guys. No. Yes. No, he's hurt all of he's hurt, man. He's hurt. Okay. Well then when he's healthy, yes. Hurt, no. Right. That's why he's four. Okay. Well, all right, let's wrap it up with hoops. We'll be back in just a hot second. And now this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.